Are you struggling with a toxic person in your life? Maybe it's your boss, a friend, or even a family member. Well, you're not alone. The truth is, we all have some troublemakers in our lives. You know, those people who want to stir up strife and seem to thrive on drama. Well, navigating through toxic relationships can be downright draining. I get it. It's tempting to want to straighten this person out. And while we can't stop toxic people, we can stop their toxicity from getting in you. Well, if you are ready to say goodbye to guilt and hello to healthy boundaries, then I want to invite you to my new course on how to deal with toxic people God's way. In this course, you will learn the five types of toxic people, the difference between broken and toxic behavior, the four types of boundaries and which are best for you, how to overcome the fear of confrontation, and most of all, you will learn the practical tools on how to interact with these people so that you can grow in strength and get rid of the guilt. When avoiding this person isn't an option, God may be using them to help you grow, and I would be honored to walk this journey with you. My friend, I believe that you can shift your suspicion that you can change this person to the biblical understanding of love. Will you let me help you? Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you to apply God's Word to your everyday life. Today, we are in episode 73, and we are talking about how to care more about what God thinks than what people think. I have met two types of people in my years as a counselor and a coach. One, those who let their fears hold them back and they live a life of frustration. And two, those who pretend that they don't care what others think and live a life of lies. Neither one is living life to the fullest. Look, don't get me wrong. We all care about what people think of us sometimes. And if you've ever given a speech, gone on an interview, or tried something new, you've likely experienced the fear of what people might think of you. The trick is to find a way to be truly unbothered by the opinions of others. So there are four questions that I want to take you through today that you can ask yourself to learn how to not care about what other people think. Are you ready? Question number one, what am I feeling? It is so much easier to blame another person for the circumstance for your fear because it takes the focus off of your shortcomings. Instead, ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Then look inward. Ask, why does this bother me? Is there anything I can do about it? Look, too often we point the blame outward when the problem lies within us. And if you are struggling with insecurity, I want to suggest that you get help. If you're struggling with low confidence, start practicing. If you're struggling with feeling inadequate, do what you need to do to feel better about who God made you to be. But whatever you do, be proactive in getting help. I assure you, it will not get better on its own. Question number two, where am I feeling it? Many of us are programmed to flee from our intense emotions, but not all negative emotions are bad. Oftentimes, they can reveal what's going on 
inside of us. But they don't need to dictate your actions. You are in control, even though you don't feel like it. Identify the feelings in your body. Perhaps you feel like your throat is closing up or your heart is racing. Uh, Maybe you feel like you have knots in your stomach and you're sweating through your brand new shirt. Whatever sensations you notice, notice, acknowledge them. Then, like a martial artist, use them to your advantage. When I get on stage to give a talk, sometimes I feel like my heart is going to pound right out of my chest. But instead of running away, I use that adrenaline to bring energy to my talk. Could you imagine how boring it would be if I were mellow and laid back, delivering a motivational speech? So, whatever you're afraid of, my friend, do it anyway. Question number three. What's the worst that can happen? Rarely does our worst case scenario ever come true. But if you're going to worry, which I don't recommend, at least have a plan in place for your worst case scenario. Maybe you have to give a speech and worry about forgetting what you'll say. Well, have notes. Maybe you want to learn how to dance and worry about looking foolish. Well, look up the steps ahead of time and practice a little bit. Maybe you have an interview and you worry about what the boss will think of you. Have some positive affirmations lined up ahead of time to tell yourself. Remember, God's word is more powerful. So have his confessions ready. Any of these proactive steps will begin to boost your confidence. And question number four, how can I create a positive pattern? You've likely heard the expression, get right back on the horse. When you do fail, which my friend, it will happen. So stop trying to avoid this. It's best to get right back up and try again. Otherwise, your fear can create a negative pattern and you will remember the last thing you did. So don't end it on a bad note. Try again. When I was in my 30s, I took up ice skating and I wasn't content with just doing laps around the rink. I wanted to learn everything, all the spins, all the jumps. And as you can possibly imagine, I fell a lot. And falling was more discouraging than it was painful, although five sprained ankles, two concussions, and a pulled hamstring, they were pretty painful. (laughs) But I knew that if I didn't get right back up again and try, that I would likely think too much about my failure and create a negative pattern in my mind, which would then cause me to resist trying again. So when you do fail, get right back up, do it again, Modify it if you have to, but whatever you do, don't end it on a negative note. Remember, there is no way that you can accomplish your God-given purpose in this life if you are consumed with what other people think. Jesus could not accomplish that for which he came by caring what others think, and neither can you. Look, caring about what other people think is uncomfortable, and I want to encourage you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and watch how high you will soar. And if you want a verse to meditate on this week, go to Isaiah 40, verse 31. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. 
If you have ever wondered what God wants you to do with your life and you are ready to claim your calling in Christ, then I want to invite you to join us for our free five-day Created with Purpose devotional. This is my gift to you because I believe that God has something absolutely special for you to do in this lifetime of yours. So I will go ahead and include a link in the description section on the website as well as the show notes. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.